Hi, and welcome to the podcast from Knox Presbyterian Church in McDonald's Corners, Ontario. Knox is part of a three-church charge between Elfin, Snow Road, and McDonald's Corners. Each Sunday, there's a 9.30 a.m. service in Elfin or Snow Road, and then again at Knox in McDonald's Corners. If you are able to join us next week, we'd love to see you at one of our services. If not, we hope this reaches you wherever you are. This audio recording is from the 11 a.m. service with Pastor Philip Roblard. For more information, please contact us on our Facebook page. We ask, Lord, that your will would be done in and through our lives. We pray, Lord, that you would guide us this day. Lord, if there's any sin that we have as we come into your presence, may we now confess it, knowing full well that you will fully forgive us. For you never hold anything against us. And now, Lord, as we go into the service, we pray, Lord, that your will would be done. Through Christ our Lord, who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debts. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Know full well that if we sin, and we will, we have a Savior who is willing to intercede on our behalf, whereby we can be fully given freedom from our sin and fully forgiven. Amen. We're going to sing number 119. We'll sing the first two verses. The first one is of hope, and the second one is the candle of peace. So we will sing both of those number 119. sing so why don't we do that while the kids come up it's number better get it right here joy to the world 
number. Give me a second here. I've got to look it up. Oh, my. I need to look at the back. I should know them all where they are, but alas. Number 153. Thank you. And let's sing all verses. You don't have to stand. I'm going to ask the kids to come and join me up here. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing. Joy to the earth, the Savior reigns. Let us our songs in glory, while fields and floods, from fields and flames, repeat the sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy, repeat, repeat the sounding joy. No more let sins and sorrows I think I am. I'm going to get something. What, what do you want for Christmas? 
Did you get something too? At this part? <laughs> okay. What do you want, person? A package of gum. Is that right? No. Oh, a package of yum yum. Okay. Good 
five, six, seven, eight. Anyway, whatever whatever numbers there were, uh, there's one still around somewhere. Is it no, not in Canada. No, not in Canada. Sorry. Unless you saw it, saw it in a theater. So all of us did this week, I want us to think about how we can be agents of peace. We can be children of peace in the world that we live in. Because you know that in 38 countries in the world, there's war going on. 38. Whether it's within the country or between two countries or three countries or four countries, there's war going on. So yeah, we're in Canada. We're blessed to be here. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for peace. Lord, last Sunday we talked about hope. This Sunday we're talking about peace. And I pray, Lord, that your peace will rest in our lives. After all, Jesus, you came so long ago as the Prince of Peace. And so we ask, Lord, as the children go down to the children's church, that you'll be with us. Through Christ we pray. Oh, yes. Sorry. Sorry. Come back. I'm sorry. That was my fault. I knew that we had, we had more memories. Go ahead. So these are the names that have been added in the past week. Earl and Mary Close. Agnes Wilson. Carl Edwards. Anne Stinson. Jim Adam, Maryville and Margaret Cameron, Murray Cameron, Roberta Sargent, James and Mildred Harper, Bob Harper, Alec and Nellie Cameron, Camelon, John Jackson, Tom and Maxine Stroll, and all the rest of our loved ones. Let us have a word of prayer and thanksgiving for those that have gone on before us. Let us pray. Gracious God, it's so good to have had people go before us who established love and care and grace and peace. And we ask you, Lord, as we remember them today, may we continually give thanks for their lives and the impact that they made on us and future generations. Through Christ our Lord, we pray. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Alex, for reading the names. There's a prayer there on your, in your bulletin, listening to God's word. Let us together um, pray that prayer that the Lord would give our country peace. On this Sunday of peace, O God, call us to accept your word. Silence in us our turmoil. May our peace be lasting because we accept our Prince of Peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I'm reading from uh, the New Testament, Philippians chapter 4, verses 1 to 7. And I'm reading it from the message. My dear, dear friends, I love you so much. I do want the very best for you. You make me feel full of joy, and you fill me with such pride. 
Don't waver. Stay on track. Steady in God. I urge Yoda, Yoda and Syntec to iron out their differences and make up. God doesn't want his children holding grudges. And oh yes, Zigzaguz, Zigzaguz, since you're right there to help them work things out, do your best with them. These women worked for the message hand in hand with Clement and me and with other veterans, worked as hard as any of us. Remember the names also in the book of life. Celebrate God all day, every day. I mean, revel in him. Make it as clear as you can to all you meet that you're on their side, working with them and not against them. Help them see that the master is about to arrive. He will show up any minute. Don't worry or fret. Instead of worrying, pray. And let your petitions and praises uh, shape your worries into prayer, letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's a wonderful thing. When Christ, the Prince of Peace, displays worry, displaces worry at the center of your life. Summing it all up, friends, I'll say you do best by filling your minds with and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, and gracious. The best, not the worst. The beauty, not the ugly. Things to praise, not things to curse. Put practice what you have learned from me, what you have heard and seen and realized. Do that, and God will make everything work together, work with you in our most, in his, into his most har excellent harmonies amongst his people. I've entitled my message Peace at Christmas Time. Peace is a, a rather elusive thing, you know. You can't find it almost at all anymore. It's becoming worse as we go along. Before I get into it, I wanted to leave you with a thought today that you can use all week. It's the story of a boy and um, he was five years old. And one day, as his dad was drinking coffee and he was finishing up his cereal, he said, Dad, I've decided to get married. And the dad said, well, that's wonderful. You have a, a, a girl in mind. And the boy said, yes, I do. Grandma, she says she loves me. I love her too. And she's the best storyteller in all the world. And dad said, well, we have a, a small problem, son. And the boy said, what's the problem? Dad said, she happens to be my mother. How could you marry my mother? And the boy said, why not? You married mine. <laughs> you can use that all week. It's a good, it's a good story. Uh, but the point is that, uh, you know, we're talking about peace and uh, and I seem to see little of it in the world. When you think of our world today, there is conflict everywhere. Whether we're thinking about the world we live in or right here in our own community, conflict seems to reign, 
to, uh, to reign. I read about a group of uh, peacekeepers, peacemakers, who began a march a few years ago back in, in Los Angeles. And they wanted to make a statement about the importance of peace and the futility of war. Before long, though, the peace march stalled. Petty bickering broke out, and half the group went home, and of those left behind, half of the group who drove were pitted against those who walked. After a great deal of yelling, they decided that they should call a vote. At first, there was a really strong discussion over who could vote, as there were quite a lot of kids there. But the peace march fizzled out after the vote because most of those left, about 200 of the 1,200, <laughs> refused to speak to each other. A journalist named Jim Burton in an article wrote about this peace march, and he said, and they, they couldn't get along. Why do we wonder then why nations can't get along either? Say, Paul wrote the most blessed benediction in the church, and if we take it from modern language to the language of the Bible. Uh, it goes something like this, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds found in Christ Jesus. What an important verse, especially this season of the year. Because at this time, our minds and our hearts naturally are moving towards hope and towards peace on earth. The angels even said it as they spoke to the shepherds. I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be for all people. For unto you is born in this city a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And, he, and this will be the sign to you. A little child will be born in a manger. Now, when he came to that point, the angels did, when they came to that point, he then gave his benediction. Peace on earth is what we want and goodwill towards all people. Isaiah 6, 11 and 6, which was read by Tom and his family this morning. The wolf will live with the lion. The leopard will lie down with the goat and the calf with the lion and the yearling will lie down together. And Isaiah ends with that one line that we've so often used, that a little child shall lead them. Jesus uses that as he talks about salvation. It'll be a little child that will lead them. Of course, that baby of Bethlehem is that little child. And we are here this morning adoring him. What a world. Because without him, can you only, we can only imagine what this world would be like. We long for peace, don't we? Peace within our hearts, peace in our homes, peace within our land, even peace within our world. The great poet Dante of the Middle Ages was exiled from Florence. He, life had been turned out badly for him, and he decided he was going to walk, walk to Paris to study philosophy. While he was on his way on the road, he got very tired. He knocked at the door of, at, being, at the end of the day, he knocked on the door of the Santa Cruz Monastery, and a burly brother 
uh, came to the door. Flinging it open, he said, what in the world do you want? And Dante replied, peace. Now, I don't think it meant to be that way, but it sounds good, doesn't it? Peace. Peace is elusive, hard to hold on to. But when we think of the messianic hope of peace, where people are stirred up so much easier to hate than they do love, that we need to recognize that there's only one way peace will operate, through Jesus Christ our Lord. He's the only Prince of Peace. I'll never forget the story of it by Daniel Dyke. He was a journalist who was in Bethlehem, Christmas Eve one year. And he was watching as the soldiers mingled amongst the crowd, making sure no incident occurred. And Dyke concluded, isn't it a shame that the main concern on Christmas Eve at the place where the Prince of Peace was born was to make sure no violence broke out on that night. The that followers, in fact, were here to honor that prince. It is sad. Most of you remember the Civil War in Rwanda. 1994, and Rwanda's war broke out between the Hutu and the Tutsi tribe. Millions, you say that fast, it's tough. Uh, millions were brutally murdered. They figure that the death toll was somewhere around 4 million. And the United Nations called a, a peacekeeping force from Canada and was led by one of our very own, Commander Romeo Dallaire. He's a wonderful man, incidentally, I had the privilege of meeting him a few years ago. And uh, it was his job to stop the fighting between the two tribes, only they could carry no guns. All they could carry was a pistol. Most of them had uh, 357 Magnums. And you may say, well, that's more than a pistol. Well, when you've got a crowd of thousands of people uh, trying to kill other, another thousand people, then it becomes very difficult. Well, he went on the mission, carried, uh, and many uh, soldiers followed him. But the fact is the mission broke Dallaire's spirit. In the year 2000, some Canadian journalists wanted to catch up with, with Dallaire, and they did track him down. He was living in a public park in Ottawa, he was described as one who was drunk, screaming for anyone to kill him. Was, he felt it was futile. What he'd done overseas, it drove him almost mad. Finally, that peace is sometimes hopelessly uh, elusive. It evades us. It evades the world. But it drove him stark raving mad. When his sister found him in one of the parks in Ottawa, though he was a devoted Roman Catholic, his sister introduced him to Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, the real Prince of Peace. Peace only comes through Jesus Christ. The great writer Dr. Gordon MacDonald was speaking at a conference and a physician, actually she was a professor from one of the great teaching hospitals in America, came to listen to him lecture. She'd heard of him, and since he came from a missionary family, as she had, uh, she decided that 
that she'd like to come and hear him. Afterwards, after he was finished, she went up and introduced herself with her American name. And he said to her, now what is your African name? It was a long name and had a bit of a, a melody to it, he said. But what does it mean? And she answered, it means a child who takes away anger. MacDonald said, now why were you given that name? And the professor responded back, my parents were forbidden to be married by their parents. But they loved each other so much that they snuck away to another village and were married and were ostracized by both families. And when my mother became pregnant with me and my grandparents held me in their arms, I was the one who swept away all their anger. McDonald says it struck me at the time that her name would have been a suitable one for Jesus Christ, don't you think? because that's exactly what Jesus did. He brought so much love into the world, enough love to drain all the anger and the hatred away. A little child shall lead them. The Christ child alone could bring peace to troubled hearts. The Christ child alone could bring peace to troubled families. The Christ child alone could bring peace to a troubled world. And that is what Christ does. When he comes into our lives, he takes away anger, he takes away the fear, he takes away selfishness and greed. I'll never forget the story, and with this I close. Arthur Frederick Buchner, the great preacher of yesteryear in the city of New York, tells of a, of a rector, a pastor, at an Anglican church who took part in a, in a Christmas pageant. The manger was, see, was situated just in front of the, the pulpit or the chancel, and Mary was seated there in a blue mantle and Joseph was in a cotton beard. And uh, the wise men were there situated on the lower steps with a handful of shepherds in kimonos, and the baby Jesus was at the center, laying in, lying in a manger. The story of the nativity and carols were sung at the appropriate intervals. Angels were sitting dispersed, interspersed in the, in the congregation. And... Uh, with their parents, of course, in the pews, and everything went like clockwork. It all went well. But you've got to believe, nothing ever goes completely according to, to clockwork when you have a, well, you have a bunch of kids in, a, in a, a pageant. And certainly this was the case. So when the timing was right, the, all the little angels all throughout the congregation with their parents came running and jockeying for position around the manger. And a little girl who came up a little later than the rest ended up on the outer fringes and she stood on her tiptoes trying to catch a glimpse of baby Jesus and Mary and Joseph. And on cue, of course, the children, the angels all saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to all people. They sang with all their hearts. After a momentary pause, the small girl electrified the entire church, frustrated and enormous sadness in her life that everyone was blocking her view. She shouted, let me see Jesus. And you know, that is the path. Every, that should be our path every season of the year. Let the world see Jesus in us. That's exactly how we bring peace to our family, to our communities, 
and ultimately to our world. For when Jesus is seen in our actions and in our attitudes, then the peace of Christ will reign, will reign all over the world because he first reigns in us. Let's make this live in us this year. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious God, I thank you that you've been so good to us to have given us the privilege of living in a country that has a measure of peace. But, O oh Lord, we know that in this world we live in turmoil reigns because of the fact that Jesus isn't accepted in many parts of the world. And we ask, Lord Jesus, that you will, by your Spirit, establish peace in us in order that we might be able to ex exemplify it and demonstrate it all the way through our world. Through Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. I'm going to ask you to turn to number 122. Number 122. O come, singing. You may be seated. At this time, we're going to give you the opportunity to worship the Lord with your giving, and the Lord bless you as you give.
our gifts after all they come initially from you we ask you now that you'd bless every gift and every giver and use all to the furtherance of your kingdom through christ we pray amen thank you may be seated we're going to go to the lord in prayer on behalf of the needs of the congregation i want you to know that this morning in the elfin church we had an answer to prayer come to church george braithwaite was at church this morning. Not only was he in church, but I hardly recognized him. And I've been visiting pretty regularly. Um, but uh, he looks great. But he wanted to thank the congregation. I know Gordon was had a big part in that. Gordon Patterson, and um, and, and visited him quite quite regularly as I did. And uh, he was back in church this morning and and said how much he appreciated being back in the house of the Lord. So, you don't think prayer is an answer? It doesn't work? It does. It even brings people out to church that haven't been there in 12 years. There you go. God is faithful even when we may not be. But I want to thank all those that uh, took part. I know there was others who visited him. Thank you. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer this morning. And so we give thanks for answered prayer. And I'm finally going to be able to meet and uh, stop in to see Terry Fernier this afternoon. And uh, I've had a hard time. She's never there. I usually try and visit during the week, but, um, but I haven't uh, been able to catch her. And I've called a couple of times, and it's just that she's not feeling well. And so she, when she goes to bed, she doesn't hear anything. But uh, pray that uh, we've arranged with uh, Elaine to come with me. And uh, so pray this to this day for her, we will in our in our pastoral prayers. We've got a number of people who need prayer. I want to give thanks for uh, George Braithwaite. Uh, his wife, of course, is uh, in in the home in Perth. She is uh, experiencing dementia, and um, so let's remember her in prayer. We will be remembering her in prayer. There are a number of others. We thank the Lord for Ruth uh, Duncan's progress. Um, and so God is doing some neat things. And uh, I was talking to um, Mrs. Wheeler, Nick Wheeler's mom, uh, before they took this trip. And Jennifer, thank you. My brain went on a numb s spot there. And it, doesn't, it happens more often now than ever. But um, uh, she said how much she appreciated the prayers of, of the people at, at all three churches. And uh, so they, they were heading off for a trip uh, down south. 
But uh, let's continue to remember uh, Nick. He is doing very well. So God does answer prayer. I also want to report on Stan Sargent. Now he's lost a lot of, uh, not Stan, Stan, um, no, Bob uh, Scott. I was in to see him. And of course, Stan's doing pretty well too. What am I talking about? (laughs) He was in church this morning and he looked as spry as he did 10 years ago. So uh, some good things are happening. God is answering prayer. But um, um, I've been in to see Bob Scott quite regularly in uh, Perth. And uh, oh, I'm telling you, um, he's not, you know, he's still taking cancer treatments. But they've cut it back to about half, and he wanted the people in the church to know and thank you for your prayers because he really believes that that's what has been happening in his life and body. So let's continue. He's lost a lot of weight, but he looks very good. And uh, so let's continue to remember him in prayer that God will work through the cancer treatments, that he'll come out of this well. Sylvia Lynch was in church today. She's been uh, undergoing tests. God does answer prayer because uh, I didn't think she was going to be out today or by today but she was and um, so all of uh, we and we prayed for, for Hazel that the Lord will touch her body she needs our prayers let us pray gracious God you see this long list we thank you for George and what you're doing in Bob Scott's body and Sylvia Lynch and others who we've been praying for and I pray Lord that you would Heal all of these people. We pray for Ruth Duncan and the progress that she's had, and we give you thanks. We pray for Terry. We thank you for the good, for the positiveness of Sylvia Lynch, Betty Nealon, Joyce Nesbitt, Rob Patterson. Lord, we thank you for Bob Scott's positiveness as he comes out of uh, these treatments and we pray Lord that all of them will leave an impact and bring him back to full health and strength we pray for Stan and Morgan we continue to give thanks for Nick and what you've done we pray for Judith and Rita and Norma we pray for Audrey and Dawn and Donna Tizik, who also is so appreciative of the prayers that goes up on her behalf and her uh, roommate Lori And we ask, Lord, that you'd be with them. Each one of them, may they know today that you, the Prince of Peace, has visited their place wherever they may be. May they also know, Lord, that your spirit is there to give them peace in all that they may be experiencing. Lord, we pray for our elders and thank you for them and ask you, Lord, to bless them. And Lord, as we uh, look to the future with one or two new elders here in McDonald's Corners, Lord, we ask that you will guide us. Now, Lord, as we thank you for all that you've done, we pray for the leaders of our nation. They need our prayers. We ask, Lord, that as Parliament resumes and that uh, the issues with the uh, teacher's strike and and the the provincial government, we pray, Lord, that you will bring peace to them. And for all, other, all the other needs and governments across our land and around the world, Lord, may you be their Prince of Peace. Through Christ our Lord, who, who gives us all that we have and blesses us with all that we're able to enjoy. Amen. As we close our service this morning, I'd like us to uh, sing...
the uh, closing song, Shine, Jesus Shine. We're just going to sing the chorus of it, but it does speak of our, our peace. Number 376, Shine. Just the chorus. Just the chorus. bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you his peace. Amen. Thank you for tuning into this week's service. Again, we would love to have you join us at one of our two Sunday morning services. First at 9.30 in either Elfin or Snow Road. We alternate week week after week throughout the summer. And then in the winter, we're only in Elfin. And then again at 11 a.m. in McDonald's Corners. Feel free to reach out to us on Facebook or call us at the number in the bulletin. We hope to hear from you soon, and we hope that this message has reached you wherever you are.